You've tuned in to Golden's Voice, hopefully by choice. So let's rejoice. I'm your host, Golden Marie, and this is my voice. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into another episode of Golden's Voice. It's your host, Golden Marie, and by tuning into this episode, you have already chosen a way to add more light into your day. And with that being said, welcome back. Welcome back. Now, I know you're probably thinking to yourself, like, sis, where you been? Where have you been? Now, hear me out. Long story short, your girl was ready to, you know, release a new episode probably like three weeks ago. And I was also ready to release, you know, a new Instagram page, which I did actually release. And a new Twitter page, which I also released. Um, But yeah, I was ready to release both those things, well, all three of those things, three weeks ago. But alongside of the fact that I did a, you know, a little bit of rebranding of myself and this channel. So I was like ready to get things going, ready to get things rolling. And, you know, I was really excited. However, within is due to what we're not experiencing all around the world, I most definitely had to refocus my energy. You know, I had to change my direction for the time being because at the time, like, it wasn't what we all needed to It wasn't necessary. It wasn't what our focus was. So, therefore, I decided not to post anything. I decided not to release anything due to that. So, with that said, today I'm just going to get right to the point. And I'm just going to let everything out. I'm going to say it like it is. If you don't like it, if you don't agree with it, then feel free to DM me, feel free to tweet me, hashtag Golden's Voice Podcast. Let me know, yeah? Feel free to do it, because that's what we're here for. To have a conversation, to let everybody's opinions out, to share what it is that we believe and what it is that we don't believe, you know? So yeah, like I stated earlier, I have created an Instagram page for this podcast. So you can go ahead and follow me at Golden's Voice, that's G-O-L-D-E-N-S-V-O-I-C-E on Instagram. And I have created a Twitter page. The Twitter page is simply, once again, Golden's Voice, that's G-O-L-D-E-N-S-V-O-I-C-E. So go ahead and follow. And with the Twitter page, so if you want to start a conversation, just go ahead and tag me in a tweet as well as using the hashtag Golden's Voice Podcast. That's G-O-L-D-E-N-S-V-O-I-C-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Yeah. Be sure to follow both the Instagram page and the Twitter page and use the hashtag so that we can keep the conversations going while we all take a walk on this lovely journey we call life. So like I said, I'm just going to get right to the point. So what's going on in America right now just isn't right. And having to sit and watch video after video of police brutality and racism is just absolutely painful. Like it's something that honestly leaves me speechless in the beginning because I'm just in complete shock of what's happening. And all I can do after really, after watching these videos is think about the person and the life that they could have had if only the one behind the bitch or the one behind the phone call had enough consideration to acknowledge who that person was. And if they had enough consideration to actually talk to them and assess the situations that they were in the midst of. 
instead of, you know, being automatically frightened by the color of their skin tone and acting upon what the unrighteous or ungrateful, hurtful ancestors had taught them to do because of what they did. And so opening up my social media once again to see another innocent black man dying from police brutality was just like the last thing I want to see. And I'm not right now, like I'm not here to get into detail about what was played in that video because I've seen it. But like really, like all I could really think about was what was going to be that police officer's mind to just take his everyday self and kneel on George Floyd's neck and think it was okay. Like, sir, that is not okay. It is not. That is absolutely not okay. And just sitting here thinking of, you know, friends and family that I have in the United States, and yes, I say family because friends that I became close with that are now overseas, you know, I consider them as family. Um, but the fact that they're all out there being affected by police brutality and they're in the midst of protesting for their rights and having to fight on a daily basis, like with all the riots and everything that's going on that we all see on social media, while we're here in Bermuda just cooling off by the ocean, you know, enjoying the breeze, it just like, it makes you change your outlook on life. It makes me change my outlook on life individually. And, like, yes, I am grateful that Bermuda doesn't have to deal with police brutality on that level. However, just to just sit here and really at the end of the day, like, even though, yes, we are, well, I hope everybody else is, we are all out there signing petitions, you know, reposting on social media, voicing our opinions. Like, but the fact that we are all technically just, like, on the sidelines in a whole other country sitting watching for them in their sakes like, it's hard to just sit here and watch their lives unfold because, like, when you think about it, at the end of the day, Bermudians are quick to go over to the United States for, you know, a quick little trip, shopping trip, or to even partake in their celebrations or holidays. And they do the same for us. So for us to just sit off, like, not, not you know, like, sit off, sit off, if you get what I'm saying, but, like, it just isn't right. And the fact that, yes, I unfortunately witnessed racism firsthand while I was away in school, and I also unfortunately dealt with it, it just goes to show that at the end of the day, it simply just, it let me know that people can smile in your face in one minute. And when I say people, I mean white people. Yes, they can smile in your face for one minute. And when you turn around, and when they turn around, they just talk about you like garbage. You know, or... For some people, they just have the audacity to just straight up say things to you that doesn't even make them flinch. You know, and the fact that that's a part of America, that's a part of their reality, and it's something that they deal with every single day. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen here, but on their sense, like, it's something that's hardcore that they deal with every day. Still in 2020, is ridiculous. But, you know, like, at the end of the day, hear me out, with all due respect... With this episode that I'm releasing, I honestly, like, as much as I want to go into depths of what's going on in America, I can't. Why? Because Bermuda and all that fine and dandy either. And as a country, we can no longer continue to be blindsided by what's going on in our own backyards. Like, it's said that it has become our reality to just simply, you know, sweep things under the rug or throw shade, throw a side eye, 
taking whatever happened to us back home and using it as, you know, kitchen table talk or just simply closing our mouths and saying that's relaxing. Like, we can't keep doing that anymore. We can't. And so, like, with everyone that's listening, if you haven't already noticed or been aware, um, this past Sunday, Bermuda, we had a peaceful protest that highlighted black lives and equality and justice for Bermudians. Why? Because black Bermudian lives matter also. And if you haven't seen pictures and videos of what went down, like, the amount of people that came out, I was actually surprised. At first, I'm not going to lie, you were one of those people that were with me on this. Like, I didn't think a whole lot of people were going to come out. But when I told you, like, thousands, if you don't know, thousands of people came out. And we came out full force and... It was like Corona who, like COVID nineteen. What is that? Where is that? Not here. Not right now. Like, like the amount of people that came out. Honestly, when you think about it, we could have just had a twenty fifth April. No, just, just letting you know, just sliding that in right there. If we could have had a parade, because ain't nobody, nobody was practicing social distancing. We all had our masks on. That that's be realistic. We were doing a protest. Like you could like did you really think you were gonna walk six feet apart from each other? Come on now. But yeah, we all came out marching for equality and justice for black Bermudians. Um, well, that's what I thought until the organizers of the protest came through the crowd at the end delivering their own, you know, agenda that stated how they believed we as a country should begin boycotting particular grocery stores because of their overly priced items. Now, here's the thing, right? Like everybody else, I was on a high that afternoon and happy to see so many of us coming out in solidarity to fight for what we deserve as black comedians. But to finish off the protest by hearing something like that, it just, it honestly blew me off. And let me tell you, here's why. That particular store that was suggested we boycott, one, it employs majority black Bermudians. So if we boycott, we're messing with our own people's money. Two, that store that they suggested we boycott is unionized. So let's think about that. And three, Last but not least, you know, they they do have really good produce and organic items. Yes, I will just say that. But, you know, honestly, I am somebody that shops here. So, yeah. Yeah, starting at that grocery store just is not what the item needs right now. It's like it's less than smart to start there um, because they've been the ones that have been keeping us afloat during this whole pandemic. And I'm pretty sure that they made the quota for the year. And so, like, with that, instead of directing our focus on boycotting the grocery store. We need to, as a country, focus our energy on fixing our economy. You know, we need to batter our island by fighting for a new way of living and for the generations before us. And when I say us, I mean my generation. So the generations before us and the generations after us. You know, and so, like, by doing that, we need to fight for social and economic equality and fight to end capitalism. And we need to fight for our cost of living, which would most definitely lead to us fighting for higher minimum wages, 
because like i'm just you know say like it is rent for one thing is a complete joke so just imagine what mortgage is and like yes grocery store prices are ridiculous but with that like that whole cycle that's like something that the entire island is going through not just black people but it's still something that we all need to fight for because it's a joke. What else? We need to fight for definitely education and focusing on the public school sectors because right now we need to make sure our teachers are getting paid what they deserve to get paid. And not only that, we also need to make sure the students are getting the education that they deserve. Like, without being looked at as very care, just going to move them up anyways. You know, like, we shouldn't have to look at our own government school systems and bat our eyes to it and send our children straight to private school and then for them to go to private school and be open to racism and having to deal with that you know so like that's definitely a section that we need to fight for and make sure that it's we actually do something about it same thing for scholarships you know, I'm not even going to go into detail of that. But yeah, scholarships. What else do we have? Supplying jobs to black Indians that have qualifications. We also need to address how Bermudians, Bermudian students are returning here from university to only realize the hopes of getting a job in their field probably wouldn't happen for years down the line. And like, it's crazy how we go away to school for how many years we go to school for, you know, whether it be two, three, four, whatever. And then you come back home and you can't get a job in your field. The amount of people that aren't working in their field right now, you know, what else do we have? Private and commercial ownership for blacks, tourism, change the face of our marketing campaign. Like, that's ridiculous. Having to work in hospitality and you have tourists addressing the fact how they notice majority of the people living on the island is black. But yet when they look in the magazines or online, everybody's white. Like, who, who's, whose idea was that? And yes, that was just like a few things that I've mentioned, but I mean, we got the bigger picture, right? But like, I say that because the organization that put on the march, they did very well. And I commend them for being able to get that response from the island and get all of those people, including myself, out to not look at COVID and not have it distract us by what, from what's going on so we could come out and we can march together for what we deserve and what is right. But, like, now we have to help this organization get out what needs to be said so that our protests that I'm pretty sure was not the only one that we're going to hear. I'm pretty sure we are having another one this weekend so that what the whole protest was about, it doesn't go in vain. And I do believe that this, like, our generation, my generation, like, we can actually help to make this change. We can actually help to make a difference for this island finally. Therefore, like, it's it's only right for us to ensure that, yes, we are marching for black lives and for the Black Lives Matter movement, but we also need to ensure that we're marching for the rights and equality that will be beneficial towards blacks in Bermuda. However, to emphasize, however, in the meantime, we need to 100% support all black Bermudian businesses because, like, I'm pretty sure, pretty positive, we have maybe, what, over 100, maybe even 150, or even 200. I'm not quite sure of the number, but I'm pretty sure it's very high. But we have that many businesses that are owned by black people. There are numerous of lists that have been moving around social media for the past week, maybe even week and a half, two weeks, of black owners in Bermuda. So 
there's no excuse for you not to know what business was created by a black person. So definitely, definitely support. However, when you support, don't complain about their prices because ultimately, like, they have to make their mark with the establishments that are here in the neighborhood that are not owned by black people. So in order for them to do that, they have to mark up their prices. Why? Because they they still have to make a legitimate income. And in order for them to continue with their business, they need money. So don't complain when something's too hard in your eyes. Be happy of the fact that there's a black person that has taken a step to create this business for us. You know, so yeah, just support. Don't complain. But yeah. Listen, I can go on and on and on and on about this topic. And still keep it real with you. I'm probably going to come back again to go into detail of what I just said. However, at the end of the day, I love being black. I really do. I do. Besides all of the obvious of what we have to deal with, I still love being black. I still love my complexion and everything that comes with being black as I love it. However, it shouldn't be a crime. It should not be a crime. And we as black people shouldn't be penalized every day over the things that white people easily have access to or, you know, be penalized over things that would never make them come off as a threat. And like I said earlier, it's 2020. So therefore, the color of our skin should no longer be an issue. So yeah, like in the midst of it all, we all have to understand that, yes, what we have been unfortunately dealing with as black people is not right at all. But in the midst of chaos, we have to learn how to forgive. And, you know, the good Lord above, he is not asking us to be friends with these people again and be all happy-go-lucky with them again. No, he's not asking us to do that because, yeah, they did hurt us. But he's just asking us to forgive them because at the end of the day, God didn't create us to hate each other. He created us all uniquely to love and give and be a blessing to one another no matter what we look like. So that's what we have to keep in mind at the end of the day. Yes, it may be a struggle. Yes, we are all mad. Yes, we are all angry. No, we don't care about their opinions anymore, but we have to. We still have to. So with that said, we should all continue to put up a fight for what's right. We should all take action and be proactive in changing our reality while being forgiving of what we've all endured. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Golden's Voice. I'd like to close this episode out by reminding you to shine bright with your light and keep your faith in sight. This is your host, Golden Marie, thanking you for joining the journey.